What's the best way to get fair line calls in your tennis match? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. So don't forget to enter our Twins of Miami Live Ball Contest. We're going to give away three lucky Live Ball winners right here on the podcast on November 20th, 2019. To enter, just go to BackhandCity.com with your email handy or click here on the show notes. So today's episode... What's the best way to get fair line calls in a tennis match? Now, let's just give this a little perspective before I get into the tips of how to achieve this. And one of the things I want you to consider is how many points that are played in your average tennis match. Now, I know in the ATP Tour, the average match is about 150 some odd points. On the WTA Tour, WTA tour, the women's tour, it's about 131. And as a recreational tennis player, I'm going to budget the volume of points you play in a regular tennis match on average is about 120 points. Now, secondly, let's define some of the terminology that's used in a negative way when you're getting line calls called against you. And for those of you who are new to tennis, it's called Hooking. So if someone is hooking you during a match, it's a derogatory term to mean someone is doing a blatantly bad job of calling lines against you. So this podcast is going to help give you some etiquette tips about how to avoid these situations and to feel better about some of the calls that may be going for you or against you. So let me give you some perspective. Now, typically what's really worked for me early in a match, super obvious calls, even if it was four to six inches in or the ball was four to six inches out, typically, especially when it was good, I gave a very good flat hand signal and let those pers- that opponent know, good shot. And I would do this the first three or four games, even on balls that were obviously in, but you couldn't reach and they won the point, boom, put that hand right down, horizontal, flat, good shot. You're going to get a nod from your opponent because you're setting the tone for the calling and the etiquette. And I've been shocked how well this really works. In fact, what ends up happening later in the match on any ball that's kind of a 50-50 that was close, the opponent gives it to you. Because they're so appreciative of how you were early in the match. And they want to reciprocate. Because what ends up happening is if people feel that you're being hooked, they're going to seek a gray area and they're going to hook you back to even and out. But if you come with this abundance mentality early on, now that's the key word here, abundance. And we're going to get into this a little bit. But if you come with this abundance mentality very early in the match, where there's not a lot of pressure and everybody's feeling good. Because what you don't want to do is get down to this at the end of a set, in a tiebreaker, at the end of a match, 
or a crucial break point where it's 5-4 or 4-all. This is when it gets sticky and people tend to kind of go off the deep end. So this abundance mentality is really crucial in the beginning. Now, a lot of times I find if you just use a quick hand signal and a quick verbal cue, boom, that's the key. It's a one index finger when it's out and a flat horizontal hand when it's good. Keep it consistent, keep it quick. And it's real easy to call these balls early in the match when there's no pressure. They hit a good ball that's even a foot in, flat hand, good shot. Just give it to them. And here's some perspective on abundance. I was thinking about it. There's 120 points in your average recreational or USTA league tennis match. Let's say the average rally length is four shots per point, which is actually probably pretty high. That means you guys are playing pretty consistently, right? So you take 120 points times four shots. There's 480 touches going on during this match. So you're going to get half of them. You're going to get 240 of those touches. Let's say there's three gray area questionable calls, right? You're looking at about a 1% of all the points you played are in this gray area. Do you really want to get upset about 1% where 99% of the opportunities you had to hit the ball in or make a good shot had more influence than that one call? And let's think about the unforced errors you made. Let's say you made 25 unforced errors out of your 120 touches. You have more influence on the match than any bad call, even if they make three, four, five blatantly bad calls, right? So have some perspective. I think it'll help you mentally when you go into these matches. But the really big thing is start off early with good, crisp calls when there's no pressure. Give your opponent credit, and you're going to be amazed how reciprocal it is. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. And of course, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get our daily episodes. Thanks for listening. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. That's when push comes to shove.